Hello, it's David here, and thank you again for listening to the Leader Coronavirus Daily. Please do subscribe and share us through your podcast provider. Give us a rating too, that'll help us a lot in growing the show. Now, from the Evening Standard in London, this is the Leader Coronavirus Daily. Hi, I'm David Marsland. The new holiday quarantine rules are coming, including £1,000 fines. Will they work? Three months late, a blanket quarantine announcement coming in in June is completely ridiculous and it won't last very long. Our associate editor, Julian Glover, doesn't think so. Also... It's providing the locals with Aperol spritz and Negroni. You form an orderly queue as you would in any other supermarket situation at, at the moment. They were even blasting out a bit of music. There were some olives on tap. Fancy a pint this bank holiday? Well, you can, sort of. Our digital executive editor, Amira Hashish, on places to get a socially responsible drink from a real pub. Taken from the Evening Standard's editorial column, this is the Leader Coronavirus Daily. For the whole thing, pick up the newspaper or head to standard.co.uk slash comment. In a moment, quarantine laws and why the Evening Standard says we need a better plan. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. The Health Secretary Matt Hancock's written exclusively in the Evening Standard about how he wants to get London and the country moving again as quickly and safely as we can. He's announced £300 million is going to local authorities to expand track and trace work and warned from June 1st even those showing no symptoms of coronavirus must do their bit by self-isolating if they're told they've come in contact with someone who has the infection. The newspaper understands the government's looking at potential fines and spot checks at home to make sure people are complying. Elsewhere, fines of up to £1,000 will be forced on people who leave the country to go on holiday and don't quarantine for 14 days. But there are lots of exceptions and it's come quite late into the lockdown. Our editorial column says the plans are unworkable. Just as infection rates start to fall in many parts of the world, the government is finally announcing plans to bring in compulsory quarantine. Either arriving travellers are dangerous, in which case we should have been protecting ourselves from them since early March, or they are not, 
in which case this policy is shown for what it actually is, a bit of silly tokenism designed to make ministers look tough. The plan has been shot full of holes before it has even started. Lorry drivers will be exempt, which you can understand, but why fruit pickers and perhaps racing car drivers too? Nor is there a plan to enforce the rules. The police say they won't. This isn't going to work, so we need a better plan. The government could start by agreeing restriction-free routes to those European countries that have brought coronavirus under control, if they are prepared to take passengers from Britain. That way we could go on holiday this summer, save our airlines from bankruptcy and stay safe. And Associate Editor Julian Glover joins me now. Julian, we've been in lockdown for a while now. Why haven't we also had quarantine rules? In fact, until early March, March the 13th, there were rules that said if you come from a highly infected location, you ought to self-isolate, not just wander around. Do you remember right at the beginning of all of this, we used to see those scenes of British travellers from abroad flying into RAF bases and being driven on coaches to special quarantine centres where they had to eat terrible food for two weeks before they were released into the streets. Then we all gave up on that. And at the moment, if you fly into Heathrow or Gatwick, if you can find a plane to take you in, you go through immigration, you're told maybe wear a mask, not made to, told probably don't use public transport, but you're not made to, and you just wander off into the country. That's going to go on for a couple more weeks. We're about to get quarantined. We are, but the Evening Standard's calling it a silly tokenism version of quarantine. What's wrong with it? Well, a lot of people are saying, and they're right, that it's first of all too late. We should have done it sooner. People coming in are often coming in now from countries that have less coronavirus than us. They're not the threat. We are. So it's too late. Bit a bit like the thick of it. The government's finally caught up with where it should have been a couple of months ago. And second, quarantine rules for everyone just aren't going to work. If all people arriving as airlines increase the number of flights a little bit, we're still getting a thousand people a day so through Heathrow, for instance, trying to make them all quarantined at home without any structure as to how they're supposed to do it, without any way of checking if they're following the rules. The police say they won't. Cressida Dick, the Metropolitan Police Commissioner, says it's not her job to go around checking if people are staying at home. There was talk inside Government of Border Force doing it, the organisation that checks passports at immigration. We can barely do that accurately or check how many people are, are in the country, let alone drive around seeing if people have locked down, as the rules say they should. Michael O'Leary, who runs Ryanair, says the rules would be absurd, nobody's going to follow them. That's probably true. So instead of that, we probably ought to be finding out who's actually a threat because they've come from a country that has a high risk of infection at the moment. Maybe someone who flies in from Rio de Janeiro in Brazil, where infection rates are going up and the government's really trying not to control it very much. They ought to be asked to quarantine. We ought to focus on them, perhaps use things like the app if that ever starts happening to to make sure they aren't going out and breaking the rules. And then other people who've come from places where the infection rate is low, somewhere like Denmark, somewhere like Greece, perhaps, which wants holidaymakers, maybe Spain soon as it recovers, Italy as it opens for tourism, at least large parts of Italy, should be able to come in without quarantine. So we actually have an intelligent kind of quarantine, not a blanket rule. Government likes a blanket rule because it sounds tough, and it's easy to announce, it's very hard to enforce. Yeah, is this where something like air bridges, which we've talked about on the podcast before, could fit in? Getting what are called air bridges, these links to key countries that might allow tourists in without quarantine and allow them back into Britain without quarantine, 
is actually quite difficult because it involves the government negotiating with other European countries. It's not very good at that at the moment. It involves the government making choices. Always difficult. They'll be unpopular. What if it said Greece was OK and Spain wasn't? And one final thing. It involves the government admitting that coronavirus here has been worse than lots of other places. So it isn't that healthy Britain is trying to quarantine itself from the world, as the message seems to be. It's that the world, which is increasingly healthy, may want to quarantine itself from Britain, at least until we can get infections and deaths right down. So it would be scary to say we want an air bridge with Greece and find that Greece didn't want us. It would be embarrassing to try to do an air bridge with Malaga or Alicante and find that they're welcoming in Germans, but not Brits. So perhaps for now it's easier for the government just to have a quarantine for everybody, to hide from the fact that maybe we won't be able to travel very much until we hit infection rates right down, and we're not doing that as fast as some of our European rivals are. Whatever the thinking behind it, three months late, a blanket quarantine announcement coming in in June is completely ridiculous, and it won't last very long. You can read Matt Hancock's article in the Evening Standard or at standard.co.uk. Next. There is this, this fear that um, we're doing things in, in the right or, or wrong way and also about being judged. How to safely get a pint this bank holiday with Amir Hashish. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There are still limits to what you can and can't do outside this bank holiday. It's a government that cannot happen under the current COVID-19 legislation and restrictions. COVID-19 COVID-19 rules, yeah. The reason we are here is to provide safety for people. West Midlands Police have released a video showing officers breaking up a large social gathering. But if there's just you and one friend and a lot of space, you can get out if the sun and there are things to do. The Evening Standard's Amira Hashish is with me now. And Amira, you've actually bought a real drink from a real bar. I stumbled across a restaurant that's been quite inventive with the way that it's doing things at the moment. Um, They've cordoned off the entrance so that it's operating as a takeaway, but... It's providing the locals with Aperol spritz and Negroni. You form an orderly queue as you would in any other supermarket situation at the moment. When you get to the front of that queue, you are in a position where you can order yourself a nice drink. And it's obviously been super sunny. It made for a lovely atmosphere. They were even blasting out a bit of music. There were some olives on tap as well if you wanted to... (laughs) 
to sample some olives, even some garlic pizza bread. So everyone got very excited and it was actually quite sweet to see that this community come together and sort of share a moment. And I think that the more the rules change and you know people learn to become flexible with their businesses then we'll be seeing that kind of stuff in the streets did it feel a bit illicit amira i mean i'm sure you're, you're you were never the person who underage sneaked into a bar any time in your life but did it kind of have that little frisson of excitement about it getting something that you're not supposed to have suddenly there it is in front of you I am always extremely well behaved. However, I think you could sense that people didn't quite know if this was allowed or not. So I, I think it is. I think it does, um, like I said, adhere to all the rules. There was a moment when a police van drove past and it was full of police, actually. So they were obviously sort of doing the rounds, um, but they saw everyone and they obviously didn't think anyone was actually doing anything wrong because they just let everyone carry on about their business. So, yeah, I think people were worried that it was illicit, but it actually wasn't, I hope. And, and the police didn't seem to think so, so it's all good. I do wonder though if there is a, a fairly serious point there about people kind of not really sure what they can and, and cannot do. Because this is so new to us and um, you know everyone's trying to follow the guidelines as, as much as they should, I think in truth those guidelines are quite blurred in some cases and it's about using your common sense but yeah there is this fear that um we're doing things in the right or or wrong way and also about being judged i think people are nervous about you know telling friends or family that they've met up with this person or you know whatever it may be even if it's it's under the the strict new guidelines um, which of course we should all be sticking to but we're all adapting it's a big learning curve and the other thing is you know i'm someone that has um that lives by myself and i've spent the last 10 weeks or however long it's been by myself and i'm usually a very very sociable person and and actually now going back out and seeing that one person a day is kind of a new experience in itself, you know. And I think this is it. People will find that, you know, they've got to get their heads around now actually going back out and doing stuff. There are a few places open in London and around the, the rest of the UK. Did you find that people were talking to you, even though you've never met them? Did it kind of have that kind of atmosphere about it? Yes, it, it does. And actually, that as someone that is you know a big talker i'm welsh so i'll talk to anyone the thing that that's come out of this that is quite charming is that people i find are more friendly and more caring and you know i'm going for a, a stroll by myself i find that i'm interacting with people um whilst keeping my distance much more so than i usually would in london it's made people more open i think there's this sense of us all being in something together there's this warmth that is is the upside of what's happened and of course, the Evening Standard and online has lots of ideas and suggestions for people and the things that they can do, whether they're going out or, or still deciding to stay in, doesn't it? It does. So if you head to our website, we've got this rolling guide. We've got London Indoors, which is one section that covers essentially all the stuff that you would usually be able to go and do, like go to a restaurant, but in your own home. And also as part of our lifestyle section, we've got a healthy at home. So how you can kind of work out and again every day we're updating that and figuring out what new stuff we can do but that's the place to go if you want inspiration will you be going out this bank holiday have you had enough or are you going to go venture back out there i'm definitely venturing back out i think the weather's nice isn't it i'm certainly going to go for that stroll and you know meet up with a friend at a time yeah i'm getting back into it for sure
you might find me outside a venue queuing for something. And that's the Leader Coronavirus Daily. You can keep up with all the latest COVID-19 developments with the Evening Standard's live blog, which you'll find at standard.co.uk. And we also have morning briefings available at 7am through your smart speaker. Just ask for the news from the Evening Standard. This podcast is back on Tuesday at 4pm. Have a lovely, socially distanced bank holiday. <laughs>